Greetings. Welcome, Sharps, newbies, and squares. It's another edition of Play On with Jory and the professional, Mr. Harley Redlick. Good day. How are you? I'm uh, distracted. I'll get to that in a moment. As always, we're powered by PointsBet, the official sports book of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, including the Grey Cup champion Toronto Argonauts. NBC, and so much more. On the show this week, we will talk NFL week number 12, a little World Cup soccer, which is now well underway. We're also going to chat a little bit about live betting. And as always, we're with you each and every Thursday live from the bottom line. You can hear the noise in the background, which is on Front Street in downtown Toronto, literally right beside the Hockey Hall of Fame and Harley's go-to spot for wings, which we will be enjoying after the show as we'll basically be watching the second half of uh, the Cowboys and Giants, which is uh, almost at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, Jory's distracted right now because he's a big Cowboys fan. And yes, the Cowboys I was going to explain that in a moment. Just ran like a college option, but I had to explain your pause. Like oh, a college-style option. That was a run, too. By Zeke. Yeah, yeah I know. I need Zeke under yards. So Jory's but... a Cowboys fan, but he bet against Zeke rushing yards, so he's just confused on a lot of the plays about what it, he exactly it's wants. Ag- it's not a bet against the Cowboys. It's understanding the game flow like we talked about knowing your own team and tendencies if you're watching all the games and trying to take advantage of what we'll call home team knowledge as they just have a nice completion to cd lamb down to the five i'm not going to do play by play though because we're here to do a show and your under bet on zeke looks like it's almost done before the end of the first quarter be a lot of pollard the rest of the way flow come down say hi especially on a Thanksgiving Day, south of the border, but it looks like a lot of people are enjoying it here at the bottom line. Enjoy the winks, the wings, the drinks, the great atmosphere, etc. As I said, we're going to talk week 12, little World Cup soccer. Harley's got a gambling story of the week. Uh, you are, I've also been visiting some of the newly opened retail sports books in the province of Ontario. We're going to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that. And I should point out as well, that we have no guests today. Just the two of us for an hour. You're stuck with the two bald guys. And I just want to report at the end of the first quarter, Zeke is at 51 yards rushing. Is he? So unless, <laughs> what did you have him, 50 and 50 a half? 50 and a half. I mean, he can lose two yards on yeah, a play. Yeah, I need a couple injured, negative plays. And then get oh. injured and you're almost happy and then your son will start getting upset I'm with a, you. I, I, my same game parlay is basically blown up already because they decided to feature Zeke today when it's been all Tony Pollard the last few weeks. Well, Zeke was out for a game as well. All right. When I alluded to no guests this week, Corey Travers, the head trader of Points Bet Canada, is working. He's live trading this Cowboy Giant game at the moment. Which I'm so watching we'll and, we'll dis- and we'll discuss what he's doing because I'm watching the screen. And, yeah, it's crazy. You're betting right now whether or not the Cowboys, who have, like, a first and goal, will score a touchdown on the drive, likely, minus 375. We'll get into live betting after I do all the little housekeeping and a couple other things. Teddy Greenstein, who should be with us, but he's celebrating Thanksgiving south of the border. The head honcho at the Hustle Newsletter, senior editor and player development manager for PointsBet USA. And, I, I mean, we should... We could still pump his tires. He was on fire last. Did he go four and zero in his college plays? No, he lost. One. Or he lost one of them. He lost one. He was three and one, mm-hmm. and he wanted to retract his Auburn play. Yeah, because he I pressured him, and then it's, I don't but know if it, he on the or show. Not. It, it, it was three in and one. It was yeah, in on so the show. He was three and one. That was good. Um, a reminder: how to get in touch with us. You can get to either of us on Twitter. I am at Jory Middle, J-O-R-E-Y, for the first half of that. Harley's at Sharp Edge Picks. And you can also email us, playon at pointsbet.ca. You'll also see us mentioned at the PointsBet Canada Twitter, Twitter handle. So you can reach out to us there as well. Uh, first order of business, as always, is a recap of la- of where we stand after last week typically you because you make most of the picks mm-hmm. so summarize your picks from last week 
and where we are. I entered the week up 0.89 units. Not a great week for me. Ugly in football. I lost 0.2 units on my same game parlay. Which lost. you're pressured to make because normally you wouldn't. I will point that out. Thank you. I did lose 1.07 units on the Texans. They got crushed. I lost the unit. Well, they didn't get crushed but scoreboard-wise, but it was a one-sided game. Yeah, it was a one-sided game. I lost a unit as the Vikings got crushed by your Cowboys. Zeke just scored a touchdown Thank going way much. over the over. I did win a unit on my Wales-US tie. Yes, that was a good call. And, and I will also add that when I congratulated you on Twitter for that win... You also called the Mexico-Poland tie. Correct. So I told listeners. That's, that's on Twitter. It's there. I told listeners last week to tune in to me on Twitter at Sharp Edge Picks for more World Cup value bets. The only one I gave was that second soccer tie. I'm not counting that because it wasn't on the show. Right. So I lost 1.27 units for the week. I'm now down 0.38 units since inception. Again, if you're a $10 unit better, I'm down $3.80. How many bets do you think you've made since we started this podcast? And this is number 14. Probably 50 or 60. 50, and you're down how much exactly? 0.38 of a unit. Right, so less, less than, one, than unit. one unit. Yeah, it would translate to like 0.4%. So 50 bets... And you're only down a little bit. You've been up, down, but yeah, you've yeah, never yeah. been down more than a couple of units. And I point that out because we always talk about responsible gaming. Mm -hmm. And here's your first reminder of the day that PointsBet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience. But if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connex Ontario helpline at one 866 531 2600 or message points bets amazing customer support and they will help you personally so where do you want to go first you want to go gambling story of the week your visits to the retail sports books uh world cup josh allen with an incredible the cowboys live, you right you where pick. do you all right let's let's wait on the live betting just for a bit Okay. As we get a little more into this second quarter here, as the Cowboys now lead the Giants seven to three. Um, let's talk quickly about your gambling story of the week, which I don't know what it is. So, so the, 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 educate me. The the gambling news story is about account hacking that's been going on south of the border. Yeah, I read about that. There's a bunch of the operators that seem to be susceptible. A bunch of poker players that seem to say they've been hacked. I haven't heard any direct stories north of the border. DraftKings sent me a generic email this morning reminding me that two-factor authentication and good passwords are helpful. Not sure if they're doing this to cover their ass or they just figure we'll try to beef up security. I trust that IGO is on this. As we know, the government keeps advertising consumer protection and now we have it and before we didn't. And I I go by the way is I Gaming Ontario, which is basically overseeing, right? The wagering, this, uh, the, the legalized books. wagering. Yeah. Nothing could be more important for consumer protection than protecting your funds from theft. Um, it's funny. I was laughing. We had a gray market here for almost twenty years, and I never remember reading or hearing about a major hack or account funds missing. So, six months into legalized sports, I go better. Hope that DraftKings and FanDuel, et cetera, north of the border have their shit together and we don't have account hacking scandals because that is a bad look for everybody in the industry. Right. Now, I'm, I'm forgetting who interviewed you for a small publication about retail sports books that are now popping up around Ontario, mm -hmm. right? Um, if you want to give credit to who interviewed you. and I, Of course. David Briggs, uh, it's through Cantina Media, and I believe it's Play Canada. I'm going to get you the Yeah, exact... Play Canada? Yeah, I think that's where he is now. Hold on. So while you're looking that up, so as part of this, uh, for this article, you visited some of the uh, retail sports books in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And I read the article. One of the things that stood out for me was the fact that 
um, it's anonymous, which is a lot different than if you're signing up with PointsBet or one of the online operators. Yeah, so Great Canadian, if you look at their website and they advertise sports betting, it is David Briggs at Play Canada. I'm looking right now. If you go to uh, Great Canadian Gaming, you'll actually see sports. If you see their sports betting site, that's what they advertise is that it is anonymous. You don't have to give a credit card. You don't have to tell them who you are. Sports betting. And, but most of it are kiosks, correct? They're all kiosks. Right. It's, it's, not like you're going, it's not like you're in Vegas and you're walking up to a betting window. No, but in fairness, even in Vegas now, some of the casinos have kiosks or only have kiosks or have kiosks and windows. So why bet a great Canadian location? We offer the easiest. Our kiosks do not require you to set up an account. All you need to do is come to the casino and place a bet. Seamless. So there And instant payouts. We'll get to payouts in a minute. But... You do not have to wait for funds to be processed as you do online. We'll cash you out as soon as your bet settles. So quick and seamless sounds nice. Right. But you have, that means you have to go back. You have to go and put your ticket in the machine to get paid out. Correct. You actually, it's worse. You've got to do it at a, at the cashier desk. Oh, so you don't do it at the kiosk. You place at the kiosk and then you go to the cashier in the casino to cash your bet. Yes. Now, at Woodbine, for example, they have three cashier desks, one, two, and three. Only one of the three will to handle sports bets, and there's only one person there that will handle the sports bet. So when I went to cash out, the person was on break. I was just told the one person that does sports is on break. Come back in 20 minutes. What? Well, take it up with Woodbine, Great Canadian, the OLG. They're all affiliated with this. But the second criticism I had... And then I'll get to the one good point that I did like at Pickering. Second criticism I had is if you bet a ticket at Great Canadian and Pickering, you can only cash it at Great Canadian Pickering. Not even great, even if they have other not locations. Great Canadian Woodbine. So unlike you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucking Las Vegas, where MGM has ten properties. Right. You bet a ticket, you can cash it anywhere. Not with the OLG slash Great Canadian Gaming retail. Sportsbook You must go exactly where you place your you bet. You must go exactly where you place your bet. They're, they couldn't even read the serial number on my ticket at Woodbine that I bet at Pickering. Wow. Now, one thing that I, doesn't seem very efficient or very consumer friendly. It's not consumer friendly at all when the alternative is just bet on your phone. Um, the one thing I did. All, all the more reason to uh, download the points bet, bet app account if you're 19 or over and in Ontario and open your account. I mean, shit, you could and do it. And the odds are better too, right? At With a 14 cent line. The 14 cent line is better. The Giants just pretty much scored a touchdown on your Cowboys to go up 10-7 one. or he's down at the one. You can. You could actually open up the points bet account while you're sitting at the Woodbine Casino. Yeah. And chances are, if you are comparing odds, they have the standard minus 110 big. The points bet is the 107. Pickering had a nice bar and a nice area to watch it in the TVs. So if you're old school and you don't want to open up an account or you don't want the government or your wife to see how much you're gambling, you can put cash in the kiosk, sit at a nice bar lounge area at Pickering. I think there's food. I'm not sure. There's for sure drinks. Tons of TVs, nice experience. The kiosks were not busy, which is good, I guess, as a better because you don't have to wait in a line. Probably not good for their bottom line since there doesn't seem to be that much interest in it. Woodbines is shit. It's like a kiosk in between 20 slot machines. It's just there. So you got to like ticket. search it out to even it, find it. They're in the, you, you can find them. There's a few. It's just, there's not much of a, of a feel experience. All right. And it, now also in the article, the one major issue you raised was that it might be ripe for money laundering. And there was some pushback on that, uh, like on Twitter, saying that it's not that simple. But what can you tell us about the dangers I can't, of money laundering I, I right, can't, with the anonymous Factor. I cannot tell you what controls they have in place or don't right. have in place. All I know is if I can put cash into a machine without somebody knowing who I am, and when I get paid out, even if I get paid out in cash, I have my paper ticket with a receipt for the cash. 
that's worth a lot. Paper receipts of cash collections is worth something. When you play small blackjack at a casino, if you play for 300 bucks and then you go to the cage with your 300 bucks and chips and they pay you out $400, there's no paper cash receipt no. that you can show the bank when they're like, where did you get this money, sir? The answer is a great Canadian's paper receipt. So they say they have controls in place. I don't know the answer. I would assume they're not completely retarded. And if I put in $105 bills and got my paper ticket and kept on doing that day in and day out, that they wouldn't somehow trigger something. But again, maybe they are that retarded. I can't tell you. They have to detail to the public. If you're going to, in my opinion, if you're going to advertise, we have anonymous betting, you should do more than just say we have controls for AML. Right. But I mean, again, Great Canadian and the OLG have their retail sportsbook agreement in place, and I'm sure. And the limits were what, like 500 on a so it's single event? Max bet. Oh, so that's this is the good part about it. It's anonymous $500 max bet. So me, and I get plenty of complaints from fellow good bettors or successful bettors, this book will only take $10 from me, and this book will only take 20 bucks from me. You want to spend your entire day at that kiosk waiting, for example, for an NBA injury? The minute you find it, you click 500 bucks on that machine. You get the money, and they don't know you're a sharp. They don't know who you are. So it's beatable if you want to spend the rest of your life in yes. <laughs> You need Bose headphones to block out the slot noise at Woodbine, but for sure, for sure, for sure, there's only a matter of time. Before on an NFL Sunday, like 10 minutes before kickoff, when lines move, especially late in the year with snow, that there's pros just in front of the machines, refreshing sharp lines and just pounding this stuff. So now can an individual place more than one $500 wager on the same event? Uh, if I would assume so, because once you bet the 500, you could re-bet the 500. Right. I don't know. I didn't test that. Right. I did test. They have low limits for futures. Uh, I tried to bet Villanova to win the college football uh, basketball championship at like 40 to 1 or 60 to 1 or whatever they were, and they would only take 23 bucks. Right. So they have low limits for that. But $500 straight bets, I mean, I guess, I bet you I could sit in front of that machine with five grand and find value and pop in five grand in 10 different bets. Maybe I'll do that for fun over the Christmas holidays. All right. So, um, again, based on what I read and what you just told me, it doesn't seem like it would be worth the trip and having to wait for the result of the game to cash out. Oh, you know, mobile app is the way to go right now, and points bets got better odds. So, so far, I'm not convinced that that's a good option. However... If you happen to be at a casino and you want to play a sports bet, at least the option is there. And the reality is, once you're allowing Woodbine to have a kiosk in the middle of slot machines and nobody's around it, why can't we have a points bet kiosk right here at the bottom line? I mean, maybe you need, you need to make the controls to ensure it's only 18 plus or 19 plus or whatever the gambling right. age is. But if you have a bouncer or some security making sure an ID checking... At least there's, I don't see the difference and it seems kind of weird. But anyways, that's the government running sports betting and regulation. All right. So let's, let's talk about both the World Cup and live betting together. And as we watch, you know, this uh, second Thanksgiving Day football game, Cowboys now trail the Giants 10 to 7, five, six minutes into the second quarter. The Giants, by the way, haven't scored an offensive touchdown on Thanksgiving since 1938 in five games. Oh, my. Well, they just did. Yeah. First one. First since one. Since 1938 when they were the Brooklyn But they've only Dodgers. played five times, but still five to go four games, four games without, games without, an, without offensive an offensive touchdown. touchdown That's a crazy Cowboy stat. dominance. All right. Now, we established last week that neither of us are soccer experts or aficionados. Having said that, there's generally three or four soccer games on every day right now. Now, they are on during the day, right, which many people are working. Having said that, are you inclined to bet World Cup games live, i.e., 
you know, a big favorite gets down early by a goal, right? A big favorite gets down early by I a understand. goal. Now the odds swing big time. Yeah. Generally, where the favorite is now either a dog, but if they're a big favorite, they're probably just going to be less of a favorite. Is that the kind of thing you're looking for when you're live betting, or you're or you don't know enough, or you're not you know looking at doing that for? Uh, I do like to look and do for that. World Cup soccer. Yeah, I, I love that opportunity, but I love the exact opposite side of what you just described. So, for example, if. Uh, who played today? Who? who, who, who uh, well, there was who Brazil. Cameroon? Who lost? Uh, Switzerland and Cameroon. Right. 1-0? Yeah, Switzerland was the favorite. I mean, they were up one nothing, and then they won the game. If Cameroon goes up one nothing in that game, I'm sure guys are rushing to bet Switzerland because they, quote-unquote, have to win. They don't have to win. Argentina couldn't beat Saudi Arabia, and Germany couldn't beat Japan. So upsets happen, and they happen all the time. I mean, if Canada was better coached and a little more aggressive, they should have beaten Belgium. Really? So, you're questioning the coaching? I thought the choice on who they picked for the penalty kick was horrendous. Well, apparently that's not the coach's call. That was the players. I read that today. What do you mean the players? The players decided amongst themselves who was taking the penalty. So what's the purpose of the coach if the players make the decisions? That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Well, no. It's that coach's decision on who takes the penalty shots. You would think. No, but just, I read the quote from John Herdman, the head coach of Canada, yeah. that he let the players. So he chose to let the players. Correct. Decide. That's yes. fine. So yes. fine. And if as a teacher for a bunch of kids in grade one, you let the kids decide what they have for lunch and they all pick chocolate bars. You're a shit teacher and you made the wrong decision. I don't I don't think you're comparing though. apples to apples here. Let me ask you a question in the NFL. Yeah. Do you think if it was up to the offense whether or not to go for it on fourth and twenty, they wouldn't all say let's go for it? So what's the head coach gonna say? Well, uh, we let the players. It's the coach's ass. I'm I'm just sucking a wimp. Then, but that's I'm, what happened. No, I, I I'm the I'm wrong not... guy took the penalty shot. Not the penalty kick expert, but the quote unquote star coming off an injury. He took it scared. It was one of the wimpiest, shittiest penalty shots I've ever seen. But that's a little bit of revisionist history, right? I, I, right. If he, if he scores, we're not even ha right. If he makes it, we're I'm not having this discussion. But 80% he of the is time, your, he is your best player. Yeah, but he's not your best penalty shooter. For example, he may, he may not be. I know TJ Oshie right now playing. Is he still in Washington? Yes. Oh, awesome. You got one penalty shot in Washington. Who's taking it? Oshie or Ovechkin? I'm I'm guessing you're going by shootout and penalty shot history, yeah, and Oshie's very good at of it. Of course, and everybody's picking Oshie, so right. that's who you picked. And not you're your thinking star. it should have been David, of right? Course it should have been right. He's it he's had a, a very good track decision. record, especially this the year. Coach was nervous to not pick Davies because if Davis would have missed, he, they would have been like, "Why didn't you pick Davies?" And he's your star again. I don't know all the background. Was I'm not agreeing with your was premise. A shit wimp decision, but we're going in circles here. Anyways, okay. back to the point. Right. Everybody else is going to be pounding Switzerland because they're down one nothing and they have to beat Cameroon. No, they don't. Upsets happen. I want Cameroon in that spot, leading by a goal where they could play defense and pull out a draw. If Cameroon somehow scores the next goal, the game's virtually over. So if anything, I'm looking for the dog. So, I mean, here, let, I'm going to look at some stuff. Tomorrow. Look for tomorrow. Look at tomorrow's slate. Yeah, let's pull it up on points, but let's check the odds. And While you're looking it up, yeah, a couple, I mean, the uh, Saudi Arabia was a ginormous dog. Yeah, 22 to 1 to win it. They were over 100 Japan to 1 after. Japan wasn't nearly 7 that to big. 1, but they were still 20 to 1 at the half. So, pretty big dog. Yeah. So, but those are the two big upsets so far. Yeah. So, for example, and Ecuador tomorrow over the Netherlands. They're a four to one dog. You lay 135 on the Netherlands as a favorite right now on points bet. If Ecuador was to score a goal at halftime and you could get him at plus 150 to win the game outright, up one nothing. Up one nothing. That to me is a great spot. They're winning. They're a pretty good team. Netherlands doesn't have to come back to win it. And I would go how against much, what most much, people so, do. How much soccer knowledge do you need? to make plays like that do you think you need a lot or or i more care about ebb and flow and where the public is if the public's all over brazil or argentina 
if the mentality is Argentina has to win because their backup is up against the wall, like, and the line is inflated as a result of that in the public sentiment, to me, the value is to go the other way. I've told you, I've been watching the NFL. I so let's let's uh, on let's these teams for example. So I, I couldn't name right you now. one receiver on the. I have I don't I couldn't well, name you Giants one receiver don't have on the name New York receiver. Giants. Slayton's really the only guy you might know. So let's talk about this. Cowboys coming in are a ten point favorite. Okay, they're trailing 10-7 right now, about midway through the second quarter. Okay, so how do you evaluate this one from a live betting standpoint? So who has the ball? The Giants. Okay. Giants have the ball Perfect third and example. eight on their own twenty-eight yard line. Okay, let's see how this third and eight plays out because okay, so my guess is the Giants throw an incompletion because the line just went up in the Cowboys' favor. Yeah, yeah told you. So that's how the lines work. So here I'm looking at it. Right now, you can get three to one on the Giants on points bet to win the game. And they're up 10 to seven. They're up 10 to seven. It looks like a relatively tight game. Yeah. That to me is a much better spot. Who on earth is laying 375 on the not Cowboys? Me. I'm to not. To lay 375 on the Cowboys means the Cowboys have to win this game 80% of the time. How can you be that confident in a team who's down three? Midway in a divisional through, game. Midway through the second quarter against a team with the same record as them. I know their offensive line is decimated, and I know they weren't supposed to be great. But they're definitely playing pretty tough. So you're always – you're you're rarely looking at the favorite, even when they're down in a game. Even more so when they're down in the game because that's, to me – The, the value's in the dog. The value's in the dog because there's enough guys that will bet that team no matter what. Okay, so what about totals? Right? What about totals? Well, totals, you just got to reverse engineer. The, the total right now is at 47 and a half. So it's about what it was to start. I think it was 48, the opener. I'll tell you right now. I have the opener written down. Uh, I think it was 48. Forty-five and a half. Oh, it was game. lower. It was 45 and so a half. Slightly higher. I mean, to me, you look at the ebb and flow, seems about right. Teams are moving the ball probably a little bit better than we thought. The Giants are passing more than we thought. Yes, so a lot more. They've I been throwing the ball that. a lot. One cool thing that Corey's popping out for us is the results of every drive. So the Cowboys have the ball right now. You can get plus 175 on a touchdown, plus 330 on a field goal, plus 185 on a punt, and plus 425 on a other. Other being turnover, turnover. And, sa and safety. So do you like... Or, do you or like downs, or downs, fourth and missing. Do you like live betting to that extent? where you're actually betting on, like, the next drive? Like, if, will you make a play? It, it's not my favorite because the VIGs are usually higher and you really got to be paying attention, like, laser focus to see the value. And the liquidity in the market's usually not deep enough that they're going to be happy with two and $3,000 of bet betters and they're going to cut you off really quickly at most places anyways if you're doing that. Having said that, if anybody's listening live, the Cowboys plus 330 to kick a field goal seems okay. Yeah. Can I do that? Can I make a bet for this week on that? Right now? Cowboys field goal. Sure, go right ahead. A quarter Free of a country. A quarter of a unit for plus 330. On a Cowboys field goal on this drive. And if you're obviously, if uh, you're listening to this podcast later, it's 538 Eastern time. And that's the, this is the drive. There's about seven, it's six and a half minutes to go. Tenth drive in They're the second down 10, quarter. Seven midway through. Yeah, this this reeks of a cowboy field goal. All right. Last question before we get into our NFL handicapping for the week. Mm -hmm. Do certain sports lend themselves better to live betting than others? And if so, which ones? Right? Do certain sports lend I'm themselves thinking, okay. better to live betting? Great question. So basketball is not – live betting basketball to me is not a good sport for it because – Because of the runs? No, because play – no, because the opposite. Plays don't really matter. A guy making a three in the first half or missing a three in the first half doesn't have a big impact on the game. Right. If you think you can read a situation, for example, a, te a team's down 10-7 and – at midfield, 
is going to go for it on fourth and one and calls a timeout and you go to break and you're like, shit, this run defense is good or they're going to stuff them. I mean, the line in the game is going to move materially in a football game. I mean, soft, baseball, they bring in a reliever in the sixth inning. When, you're, other- when your team's up two to one, but they have two on and two out, if you're like, shit, this hitter is very likely to get a hit off of this pitcher, the whole game turns on one batter. So in sports where the game can turn on a play, right, where there's so many, a lot less plays, like than in a basketball game, well, ho- hockey game's got more flow, right? It's a flowing sport like mm-hmm. basketball. But to your point, basketball, one play generally is not going to have as big a, an impact on the game. Meanwhile, now I'm kicking myself because I had Gallup in my same game parlay over his yardage, and he just went over. So and I they're at Zeke. the 50-yard line. They're like, I've uh, one first down and then a stop away from my field goal back coming in on this drive. So basketball, no. Hockey, probably Ho- not. Hockey, live betting. the one opportunity I really, really like in hockey is if you're shorthanded. You, yeah, you're, yeah. Say it's a tie game early in the third period or midway through the third period. You're shorthanded. Your team just got a very, very questionable penalty at home where they're booing the refs, etc. If if and you if you can fight off that penalty, you're getting a makeup call in the next few minutes, and that's not built into the line. Your makeup right. is not built into the line. The algorithms don't make up the fact that you're getting a makeup call. Now the Giants just have to stop the Cowboys, and we can kick a field goal. Gallup's having a day. I was on the right side of that one, but and the wrong side of Zeke. Yep. All right. Um, I think we did a good job of giving a general overview of live betting we could go on and on but we try to keep this to an hour or less so and and maybe as the things progress if there's ever games on during the day and other sports we could live bet other sports all right let's get to uh week number 12 but first we uh, you know i have to give you the numbers through 11 weeks dogs and unders not last week one of the very few weeks all year harley where it was faves and overs not by a lot just by a little. Okay. So the faves were eight and six against the spread last week. Now there were a couple weird line moves. Yeah. So it depends. These are usually based on closing lines, these numbers. So just keep that in mind. Eight and six last week for the faves. Dogs, though, still with the big advantage, 20 games over 500, 56.3% on the season. Home dogs, there were a whole bunch of them, but they were two and four last week. Uh, about 55.5% now on the season for the home dogs against the spread. And one of the very few weeks this season where the totals leaned over. Eight and six, same as the faves, but still over 57% unders for the season as Harley eagerly awaits a third and four in field goal range on the giant 25 yard line yeah this is this is a big play this is a big play for me yeah now there are i'll t- oh, and there's a timeout Here, called by the cowboys as the play smart. clock was running out which gives me a perfect opportunity to tell you that there are seven early kickoffs this week uh at that's one o'clock eastern I always pick a couple games that caught my attention for a variety of reasons. The first one is the game of... Sorry to cut you off. The updated line, the field goal attempt is now minus 120. Right, and you're at plus 330. Sorry, I should have even clarified that. It's field goal attempt. He can miss the field goal. I just need a field goal attempt. It's not a made field goal. It's a field goal attempt. It's just a field goal attempt. That's even better. better, Although Maher's been really good for the Cowboys. I don't care a lot. Yeah, we saw, did you see the Bills game today? Just getting sidetracked, right? Badgley hadn't missed a kick all year. And of course, Nan says it misses a kick. Yeah, I saw that club. Tyler Bass hadn't missed an extra point all year. He put the kibosh on him too. Yeah. In any case, the marquee game at one o'clock is the six and four Cincinnati Bengals at Tennessee. Take on the seven and three Titans in a oh. divisional round Playoff rematch from a year ago. Bengals got a nice road win, 37-30 at Pittsburgh. It wasn't that close. Titans won last Thursday night. Good sound win on the road, 30, uh, 27-17 at Green Bay. And this line tells me that the books still don't believe in the Titans. 
The Bengals are a three-point favorite, and that moved since yesterday, and the total's 42-and-a-half. Any thoughts on that game? Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I'm, I, I don't get why they don't believe in the Titans. I like the Titans. In general, I believe in Henry. I believe in the D. I don't care about the names and stuff like that. They're so, certainly well coached. Yes, they are. Mike Vrabel's a really good coach. Ridiculous. Coach of the year. Like, right. They're in there every year. You can't name more than four guys on their team. Henry, they're a team from like the built, 80s. Right, built up around a running like back. A running back runs into line. Tannehill so, does the play action, third and 14. Perfect. They just dump it off and kick a field goal attempt. Look at, well, and so assume all flag, no flag. shit. This is no good. This, this is live going. betting at its finest. Look, a flag. I was about to win. Now, if it the was flag, third and fourteen, hopefully and they gave it's like five yards. Penalty decline. Yeah, first down. Third and fourteen, illegal contact, automatic first down. Wow, Harley. that's horrible. Harley is not a happy guy, and yeah, it was illegal contact. All right. Okay. So nothing on Cincinnati, Tennessee. I mean, I do like the Titans plus 125 to win it. I like them plus the three at home, but that's on my play at one o'clock. Okay. How many games did you say there were at one o'clock? Seven. If you name six of them, you still won't get to my game and my bets. Oh, it's because you probably have like the Carolina game or something. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. There's um, some crazy shit going I on there. I even had two backups and it wasn't that one. But the other game that caught my attention was because of the big number. It's the one eight and one Houston Texans at Miami to take on the seven and three Dolphins. This one is an AFC conference matchup. Texas didn't do much, losing 23-10 at home to Washington, and it really wasn't that close. Finns came off or coming off the bye and an impressive home win over Cleveland a couple weeks ago. I was also intrigued by Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Bears at the Jets, but the Dolphins are the big favorite this week. 13 and a half with a total of 47. You already told me that's not the game you but, like. I mean, I don't blame that line. I have no, no problem with that line. The Texans no. look god awful. Tua hasn't lost. Tua hasn't lost a game yet this that year. That he started. That he started and finished. So yep. started and finished. Right. Correct. And Cowboys with another penalty. So, oh, that's helping your, your. So let's get through why what I so like. Tell me the one o'clock game you like. I like the total. It's only ah, a it's, total. It's only 36 and a half. So it's the lowest number on the board. Lowest number by far on the board. We know these teams can't it's, score. It's who, it's, who is it? Denver? Panthers, Broncos. Yeah, Denver at Carolina. Yeah. I got a general rule. I like betting unders. I love betting unders with low totals. And I only consider an over with a really high total. So you... I there, go there's extra that theory, there. right? There's that theory you go over the highest total and under the lowest. I'm a big subscriber okay. of that theory because most better see this low total and think, wow, 20 to 17 is a low scoring game and I still win for the over and they bet it. But these teams are, I don't even think either average is 17 a game. We'll get to that in a second. It's a <laughs> trap. In Bronco games, the average is 32 points right. total. Because they only score 16 or so. And in Panther games, it's 42. 42. So you think you'd average them at 37, and that would be the right score. That's bad, bad math. Because that doesn't factor in that a low-scoring team is playing another low-scoring team. Right. The total in this game should be closer to 35. It's inflated because it's so damn low that they know over guys are coming in anyways. Right. Fade it. Bet under 36 and a half points, risking points, bets, reduce big of 107 to win a unit. So one unit. Yeah. Okay. Minus 107. Let's get to the late and the prime time. Three late afternoon kickoffs on Sunday. That's either the 405 or 425 Eastern times. First one for me was the three and seven Las Vegas Raiders. At Seattle to take on the six and four Seahawks. It's a four oh five kick. You flagged that game. Yeah. I'm intrigued. Raiders found a way to win in OT at the sorry Denver Broncos. Okay. On the Devontae Adams walk-off touchdown in OT. Seahawks coming off the bye and that almost great fourth quarter comeback in Germany, right? Where they lost 21-16 to Tampa. Anything on this one? No. All right. The next one is the 425, which when they scheduled it, looked pretty darn good. 
That's the three and seven LA Rams at Kansas City to take on the eight and two Chiefs. Obviously, the Rams defending Super Bowl champs. And That's the nice. Chiefs the year before. These are the last two teams that have won a Super Bowl. Correct. Two COVID Super Bowls, these two teams. No Matt Stafford. Right. And no John Wolford, their Actually, regular backup. Me. Sorry, the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl yes, to Brady. To Brady. Mahomes won, then lost to Brady, and, and then, then the Rams. Rams. So yeah, sorry, I should have corrected you. Pencil and no Brady Matt with Stafford, he's out. John Wolford's the backup. He's out. Bryce Perkins is going to make the start for the Rams, who lost 27-20 at New Orleans last week. Chiefs won a beauty, and that was a really good football game Sunday night with the late comeback, the Travis Kelsey three-touchdown game as they won 30-27 to at the Chargers. Is that one making the greater? I got to go to the prime. No, timers. but I got to tell you something very interesting about this game. Which game? The this Chiefs? Game. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, I didn't even give you the line. The under for the Rams total is way under 14 in this game. Oh, you, sorry. The Chiefs are the biggest favorite on the board. They're 15 50, point favorite. And the over under is low 43. If you think the Rams can even score 15 points, you'd get one plus 125 on your money. So the Rams can't really score. Is that the Ram uh, under parlay? <laughs> yeah, if you can pull it off. But. Yeah. All right, so neither of those two. There was was the other 4 o'clock game? No. No? All right. So we'll go prime time. Again, I'm surprised they didn't flex this one, but it is the team with the best record in the league. Yeah, it's the, and it's still Rodgers. And it's still Rodgers. So it's, and, it's the 4-7 and seven Green Bay Packers at Philly to take on the 9-1 and one Eagles. It's within the NFC. It's your Sunday nighter. The pack offense just sputtered again, losing 27-17 at home to the Titans last Thursday night. The Eagles needed a really strong second half from their defense and that late Jalen Hurts touchdown run to win by one at Indy. And that was a game they probably should have lost. There was a big missed field goal by the Colts in the fourth quarter. So, uh, But the Eagles did improve to 9-1. and one. Anything on the Sunday night or nope. So we'll go to Monday night as Harley eagerly Big watches by the third and 30, 15. 15. This is where like five yards is ideal. Five or ten is I good. I mean the truth is they'll kick a field goal from here. Well, Mars got a big leg, if you didn't Less know. Less than two minutes now. And the play is Interception. Oh, wow, is that a gross a tip ball? A, a tip ball interception, and that's what happens when you bet these plays. Oh my god, that wow, was great cycle. You had that's sports betting. That's sports betting. That's why you got to play within your means. The Monday nighter, by the way, is the three and seven Pittsburgh Steelers at the aforementioned Indianapolis Colts, who are four, six, and one. Another AFC tilt. Uh, and as I said, it's your Monday nighter. The Steelers were outplayed at home, losing to Cincy. Um, the Colts found the way to lose late. We talked about 17-16 at home to Philly. Jeff Saturday is now one and one in his brief coaching career. The Correction: Colts, He's two and zero oh against, the, against spread, the spread. Yes, which means he's outperformed twice. <laughs> I believe in Saturday in these Colts. I'm on them. So the Colts are a two and a half point favorite. The total's 39. Now give us your pick. Indianapolis minus two and a half, minus 110. I'll risk 1.1 units to win a unit. I can't overemphasize the value of the three in the NFL. The Colts are a small favorite, deservingly so. They're winning this game by exactly three points 8% of the time. Okay, that's what happens to small favorites in the NFL. The Colts are a little bit better than Pittsburgh. They've been better this season. They're at home. They're playing well under Saturday. I expect this line to get to three by game time. And I, I would, mean, I would, I would agree with that. And I would never bet it at three, but right. it's good value at two and a half. It's an important lesson for everybody: bet prices, not teams. So, I, I just want to address something because. To me, the spread's about right. In the old days, and we've talked about home, right? Home teams not having nearly the same success that they used to. Home field is not what it once was in the NFL. Yeah. 
in the, back in the day, I'm saying maybe even as recently as a seven to ten years ago, a home team home and field advantage was worth three points. Correct, a good, a good three points. There were even the odd team like Green Bay or Buffalo where it was three and a half. Now I was listening to I can't remember where it was radio it's, or a it's podcast. Worth two points. I I heard now the actual math is that home field's worth between 1.3 and 1.5 points. Do you do you believe that? I, I, I think it's a little higher. That Obviously, the refs and the instant replay negated some of it, but there's still flags for pass interference and late in a game, in a close game, a ticky-tack call. I'm get, I'm still thinking it's going to the home team and one but you're, flag you're in the certain NFL, it's, take, it's not worth three It's points. not three anymore. It's, it's no more than two. In your mind. It, it might be worth three for the right team in the playoffs. Right. Uh, that should be intentional grounding. Sorry as I get distracted. Dak's thrown two picks today. Neither, re- well, one he thought there was an offside, so he threw up kind of a, a back shoulder and Gallup wasn't paying attention. And then that tip ball off CD Lamb's hands that happens far too often to CD. All right. Um did Corey send you the name of bet for this week? He didn't he didn't send the name of bet, but what he did send me was an email about the Canada take and the World Cup and the yeah, Grey Cup. I'd ask him about the Grey Cup handle and what kind of action they were seeing so far on the World Grey Cup. Grey Cup action, not so good. Canada Canada's World Cup game took six times as many bets as the Grey Cup. Wow. Canada's World Cup game took about as much as the biggest NFL game of the week, which was so the that's Sunday big, night. That's big action. Which was the Sunday nighter, the Chiefs Chargers. So not only a Sunday nighter, but a big Sunday nighter. And the World Cup in general is taking pretty good action. All right. Corey couldn't be here, as we said earlier, but at least he did give us a little bit of knowledge and information to pass along. Which brings us to the Thursday nighter. Yes, it does. And it's obviously a triple header today. The Thursday nighter tonight is a pretty good matchup, actually. It's the six and four New England Patriots at Minnesota to take on the eight and two Vikings as Harley Sports. If you're hearing this and not seeing it, he is uh, sporting a vintage Chris Carter 100th NFL anniversary jersey. It's actually kind of sweet. Um, What's the Canadian connection? Oh, the Cowboys just picked off, but there was a flag on the play. That the came Canadian in late. connection to Chris Carter would yeah. be his brother, Butch Carter, who ding, was the ding, coach ding, ding, of the ding. Raptors. During the Vince years? Did he get, or before that? Uh, did he get Vince in the he glory He had Vince for a year, right? Because Wilkins was the majority of that time, was he not? Lenny Wilkins. I'm checking the Google machine. I don't yeah. even know. I the think answer. he had he had Vince early, and McGrady, and then I think it was Lenny Wilkins after that. They was him it, or, like the playoffs was Butch in the Wilkins, playoffs with us. I don't think so. I think that was Wilkins. Maybe one playoff appearance, but uh, don't quote me on that. So getting back to the game, while you look up the uh, Butch Carter era with the Raptors, the yeah, Pats such as Rookie of the Year in NBA also and eventual, yeah. Coach the Raptors to their first winning season, resulting in their first playoff appearance. I said one playoff the, appearance. Take a team from less than twenty wins to the playoffs in oh, two years. That pick is coming back because of the. Uh, it's a penalty on Diggs, I believe. Yep. Um, all right, getting back to the game, the Pats D is on some kind of roll. Do you know how many yards they gave up in the second half last week against the Jets? Forty-two. Two. That's even less than 42. Two yards on seven possessions. They've given up three points or or less in three of their last four games. It's crazy. Uh, in the meantime, they shut down the Jets, as I was explaining, on that second last play of the game, punt return for a touchdown to beat the Jets 10-3. to The Vikes got their doors blown off by my beloved Cowboys, who are uh, struggling as per giants. usual. On Thanksgiving Day, they have not been good the last number of years on Thanksgiving. I read one in ten against the spread in their last eleven, and they lost as favorites the last three years in a row. So uh, the Vikes' seven-game winning streak came to an end. It was forty to three, losing to the Cowboys. So 
A, do you have a play on the side or the total? I'm on the Minnesota Vikings. Last week's loss was frightening. I thought I'd throw in a little Lizzo shout out to the Vikings. Um, Minnie was demolished and embarrassed last week while the Pats D, at home. While the Pats D looked awesome. So we'll just zag as everyone zigs. And my same game parlay is on the Vikings. Oh, so it's not a side or a total play, just your same gamer. Vikings minus two and a half. Yeah. They score over 20 and a half points. Whoa. Cousins has at least two touchdown passes. So over, so Vikes and Cousins over 1.5 TDs. And over 245 and a half passing yards. Wow. You are looking for a real bounce back. He had like 113 yards passing last week. What's the passing yardage? 245 and a half. 245 and a half. You do realize the Patriots are have in many categories the top defense in the league and passing yardage the is, purple is at home they got right. jefferson he's gonna make randy moss look like a joke with what well, he's gonna and, do and tonight jefferson had a real down week i think he was three catches he was injured he yards. was he was injured he wasn't so he what does that pay and how plus 350 i'll risk 0.3 units to win 1.05 units all right so we're getting near the hour mark with just the two of us, which is impressive. But we covered a lot, and I really like the live betting live chat. Live betting will do that for you. Yeah. Yes, it will. It really will. All right. So it's uh, – I got bets on the World Cup, and I want to talk about oh, a so couple of the some, other that sports. That was my next question. You, yeah. have another, you have another couple bets? Yeah. All right. I'm just making room to write them down. So you have a World Cup bet or two? I have one World Cup bet. Okay. So remember we talked about how uh, Wales and the U.S. tied, and one of them's likely going to move on. Right. Both are likely going to beat Iran and lose to England, and it's going to come down to goal differential. So with that in mind, I like under tomorrow in England, U.S. Under, which is what, two and a half? Two and a half plus 105 on the under. That's England, U.S. I'll risk one unit to win 1.05 units. One unit? One unit. I'll win 105 units. I think the U.S. is going to try to play tight D. Keep England limited. Yeah, they want to get, they'd love to get a draw out of this. A draw is a dream, but even losing by a goal on differential. Right. And then beat up on Iran and get in that way works. Also, England's coming off that six-goal performance, so kind of a little bit of a letdown offensively. Maybe read it that way. Seems like a good spot for that play. Uh, anything else on the World Cup? Nothing else on the World Cup. What do you have? College football, NBA, I NHL? Have, there's no NBA or NHL because there's no Thanksgiving. I have no college football plays on the weekend. I did want to point out that there's college hoops on today. Uh, Maui, the Maui Invitational. Yeah, there's about there's a, 20 there's games a couple the, tournaments. There's like yeah. 20 games on the board. Yeah, I'm not betting it. The reason I mention it is because with the World Cup and the NFL going on, the books tend to neglect the less popular sports, making it potentially easier for sharps to find value. NC State and Dayton, for example, were kicking off around the same time as Brazil, Serbia, and Cowboys Giants. A value bet is a value bet. It doesn't matter if it's a marquee game on TV or not. And if you can find a weak line because the books are sloppy or slow because they're live betting or worried about the Cowboys game or anything else, all the power to you. And would you suggest then if you're going to do that, you're looking further down the board, like you said, like not a marquee game, like not a top 25 ranked team, right? Just a random the lower you go, in theory, if you know stuff, the better off you are. All right. And that's the kind of knowledge that we want to pass along and the kind of discipline. And here's your second reminder of the day. That points bet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience. But if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connex Ontario helpline at one 531 2600 or... Message points bets, amazing customer support, and they will help you personally as the Giants kick a field goal on the last play of the second quarter and go to the half with a 13 7 lead over the Cowboys as a 10 point 
underdog. Giants betters are happy at the moment. So give us the recap of your picks today. I'm not making any picks because I'm too distracted. So give us yours, so please. I entered the week down 0.38 units. I took the Cowboys to kick a field goal. I'm going to end up losing a quarter of a unit on that when I do the math at and the end you, of the and week. And you had two chances where it should have happened. Two penalties killed you. Or no, penalty, penalty, and then a pick. That's betting. I'm taking a same game parlay tonight on the Vikings, minus two and a half. Scoring over 20 and a half points. Cousins to have at least two touchdowns and over 245 and a half passing yards. That pays plus 350, risking 0.3 units to win 1.05 units. Tomorrow, I'm taking under two and a half goals in England, USA, plus 105. I'll risk one unit to win 1.05 units. In the NFL on Sunday, I'm taking under 36 and a half points in the Broncos Panthers, risking 1.07 units to win a unit. And finally, on Monday Night Football, I'm taking the Colts, minus two and a half, minus 110, risking 1.1 units to win a unit. Watch this, because by the time you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, especially if you don't listen to it till Sunday or Monday, my guess is the line's at three. Uh, and I would agree with that assessment. Favorites always get action Monday night, right? Always. They almost always. I mean, right? listen, uh, I, I can't see that many guys getting excited to bet Pittsburgh. Yes. Even though they are a very public team, they're having a very down year. And it looks like Mike Tallman has got his work cut out for him if he's going to avoid his first losing season. He's coached for Insane. 15 years Insane. and has never had a losing season. And that's coming after Cower being awesome, coming after Chuck Knox being awesome. I mean, the Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll. Who was Chuck Knox? He was also coached. Yeah, the Rams and the Seahawks. Ah, crazy. Yep. Yep. Chuck Knox is the name you want if you want to be a head coach. You can go <laughs> Knoll or Knox. Next week, we expect Corey Travers, the uh, head trader of Points Bet Canada, to be back with us. Or we're going to push to get his ass fired from Points Bet. As well as Teddy Greenstein. Or we'll push to get his ass fired from Points Bet the Hustle. Yes. And he's going to want to come back because he had such a good week last week with us. We'll also be talking NFL week number 13, more World Cup. And I'm saying a little prayer because what did I say? Yes, I want Canada to do well, but the in the World Cup, the must, the must is to score a goal. Oh, fuck. If they don't score a goal and in this uh, World Cup, right, and they have, the and whole Canada the, thing has to hold. It's crazy. One ch one ch one chance is gone, and they had a penalty, too, yeah, which yeah, we the discussed. Is, yeah, they, they so, better praying for at least a goal but hopefully two wins because the way they played they could have done it no two wins are very possible against croatia and they're Morocco, a small at dog to win in a draw they're a small dog to croatia they're 60 percent though they get at least a tie and they're like pick them against morocco so they're like 65 percent in that one to get at least a point i mean to not get a point in either game is like 40 and 35 they it's one in eight. There's only a one in eight chance that they don't get a point. So we'll see. We're looking for two wins and several goals from Canada. Next game on Sunday, right? Sunday. They play Sunday. At 11. 11 a.m. 11 o'clock. Eastern time. Thank you. Bagels. Does the bottom line do bagels? Bagels <laughs> at the bottom line? They're not even open on Sundays. You can go to a different bagel shop. Thank yous today go to our wonderful producer, Feeling Better, Jordan LaRoche. Thank you, sir. Our great host at the bottom line. Uh, if you're downtown at the moment, Harley are going to hang out, watch certainly the rest. In the VIP area. In the VIP area where you we do the podcast. VIP also. We're going to have some wings and watch the second half of the Giants and the Cowboys. We, th we say thanks as well, always, to our great sponsor, PointsBet, and encourage you if, you, if you are 19 or over and in Ontario, to download the PointsBet app and open your account and start playing. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. You can reach out to either or both of us on Twitter, at Jory Middle, at Sharp Edge Picks. And you can also email us with your questions, comments, whatever. Play on at pointsbet.ca. And again, remember to follow us on Twitter. Follow PointsBet 
Canada as well. And so we'll say for Harley, I'm Jory. May all your picks be winners. Ours too. We'll talk to you next week for another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley, powered by PointsBet. Enjoy the rest of Turkey Day, folks. Take care. Thanks.